Welcome to Freedom Word Podcast from the Freedom Center International East Legon Branch. As a weekly podcast, the Word of God is taught and preached by Apostle Ken Kojusafo, Man of the Spirit. And we will invest in the Word of God. Get set for a revelation that will transform your life for good. Now, let's get into the Word of God. Break every chain. Paul said that he prayed for his audience that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto them the spirit of wisdom and the revelation in the knowledge of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And we came to know that we must come to that place where we have a deeper understanding of God. Hallelujah. A deeper understanding of who Christ is. Amen. The focus must be to see and to know Christ for ourselves. Hallelujah. We must come to that place where we have intimate, personal revelation of God or Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. And we cannot know God or we cannot know Christ by our own knowledge, our own intellect, our own mind, it takes the illumination of the Spirit of God to reveal Christ unto us. Hallelujah. So it takes the Spirit of wisdom, which is the Holy Spirit, and the revelation, the Spirit of revelation, to reveal Christ unto us. Hallelujah. Amen. Do I have some believers here? And it's my prayer that by the end of this year, you will know God in a way you have not known before. Oh, hallelujah. I said, it is my desire and prayer for you that you know God in a way that you have not known before. God said to Moses that this my name, they have not known me by it. Hallelujah. Do I have some believers here? And I pray that you will encounter dimensions of God that you have never experienced before in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. So we read on verse 18, the Bible said that the eyes, Paul is praying and he's saying that he prayed for them first of all in 17 that, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Christ. Then 18 he said that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. That the eyes of what? Your understanding may be what? Enlightened. You have some believers here. You see, sometimes when something is hidden, or there are people that will refer to Hello? You have some believers here. What it means is that you are abreast. In other words, you are well informed. Hallelujah. So when Paul is saying that, that ye may know, he says that, that your eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. When you've got that enlightenment, then it brings you to that place where you know what is the hope of his calling. Hallelujah. An enlightenment by the Spirit of God brings us to the place of knowledge. Amen. A place of knowledge where we know the hope of our calling. Hallelujah. Do I have some believers here? This is not the calling that you have, I have a call of God on my life. Amen. I must fulfill my calling. Hallelujah. By the end of the sermon, you know what calling he's talking about here. Do you have some believers here? 
Oh, do I have some believers? Especially you hear young guys. The, the Lord has called me to ministry. This is not that type of calling. Hello? Oh, <laughs> hello? Do I have some believers here? So, when you read Ephesians 1, verse number 3 down, Paul um, started to enumerate to the Ephesian church or the church in Ephesus the blessings that God has in store for his people. Hallelujah. Then he said, Blessed be the Lord God of our Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. They have been blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Then verse 4 he said, Hallelujah. We read to about verse 7 there about. Amen. Just stay with me. Just as he chose us in him, hallelujah, say I've been chosen in Christ Jesus before the foundation of the earth. So just as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy. Say I've been chosen before the foundation of the earth, that I might be holy without blame before Christ, even in love. Hallelujah. Verse number five. Having predestined us to adoptions as sons by Christ Jesus to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Hallelujah. To them that believe, he gave, him, he gave them power to become what? To become what? Hallelujah. So Christ or God has predestined us that we shall be adopted as sons unto himself according to his good pleasure. Hallelujah. Then verse says, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted. Say, I've been accepted by the grace of God. Say, I've been accepted by the grace of God. Hallelujah. So, you, you see the, the, the readings are not things of the physical. Hallelujah. They are more of things which pertains to the kingdom of God and the heavenly realm. Hallelujah. Do have some believers here? So my year, say my year of spiritual emphasis. Hallelujah. So Paul prayed for four things when you read from verse 15, 16, 17, 18, 20. You realize that he prayed for about four things for his audience. But we, for the sake of time, we'll look at, we've looked at one. We'll look at verse number 18. And then we move on. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So, that the hope and the calling we have been called unto. That is what I want to dwell my message on. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. We will know the hope of his calling of us. Amen. Oh, amen. So, oftentimes when we say something, we have hope. Hope is simply means um, a wish, something you wish to happen. Hallelujah. Hello. Something you do what? you wish to happen. However, you may not have a real assurance whether it will ever happen. Hallelujah. So, uh, example is, let's say, uh, for the past Christmas, maybe um, a child will say, oh, I hope that coming Christmas, my father will buy me, let's say, Noel, say, oh, my, my father will buy me a bicycle. It's a hope. Hallelujah. But it's a hope that may or may not happen. Do I have some believers here? Hallelujah. So a student who is studying may also have that hope that I hope to get an A in, let's say, mathematics or business management or accounting or something like that. Hallelujah. 
It's a hope, it's a desire, but you might not be assured whether it will happen or not. Amen? Oh, amen? amen. But then when you talk about biblical hope, it carries with the idea an absolute assurance. Say absolute assurance. When we talk about hope in terms of the Bible, you can be assured that that hope will come to pass. Hallelujah. Why? Because it is not coming from a man. It is coming from God. Amen? So that you will know what is the hope of his calling. Hallelujah. So having this understanding of what hope means from the biblical point of view, you need to come to that place where you understand what this calling is. Amen? First Peter 5, verse number 10. First Peter 5, verse 10. The Bible said, But the God of all grace, who has called us, Amen? But the God of all grace, who has called us unto his eternal glory. So what is the calling? We have been called unto what? Eternal glory by Christ. Hallelujah. So we have been called unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus. In other words, believers have been called to eternal glory. They have been called to eternal glory. They have been called to eternal glory. Hallelujah. So anybody who come to accept Christ, anybody who come to receive Christ as his Lord and his Savior, um, the Lord Jesus Christ have called that person unto an eternal glory. Hallelujah. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life, have eternal glory. Hallelujah. We have been called unto what? Oh, we have been called unto what? So God called the church, the ecclesia, her people who have been saved, her people who have been called aside, separated, and God is separating them to redeem them, to give them rights of sonship, to give them a glorious heavenly inheritance. Hallelujah. If you are part of God's church, then your place, your position, and whatever inheritance it is, you have been called to a heavenly inheritance. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. When you talk about earthly inheritance, you are talking about, let's say your father dies. Amen. Or it could be somebody that you don't even know that he, he, he passed on and then he leaves whatever, whatever he has. And then he brings you, uh, we say that you have inherited your father. Hallelujah. You have inherited the estates of your father. It could be land. It could be building. It could be whatever properties, business, whatever it is. Hallelujah. Oh, amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, praise the Lord. So for us in the body of Christ, our inheritance is a glorious heavenly inheritance. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, in my father's house, there are what? In my father's house, there are what? If it was not so, I wouldn't have told you that I go to prepare a place for you. Hallelujah. Do I have some believers here? Say, my place is a heavenly inheritance. So that we might know the hope of our calling. Amen. So scripture said, we have been called unto eternal glory. Hallelujah. Say, I've been called unto eternal glory. Amen. Oh, amen. 
So Christ came to fulfill in time what has been planned for eternity. Hallelujah. So he came to save mankind and salvation will be incomplete if we are not clothed in righteousness to stand before the Lord our God in the heavenly place. Hallelujah. Do I have some believers here? Amen. So a songwriter said, Amen. 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 Oh, amen. Do I have some believers? Lay treasures in the heavens. Hallelujah. Because we have been called unto eternal glory. That is where our inheritance are. Amen. That should not also mean that we should neglect our place here on earth. Hello. Do you have some believers here? Amen. So there are people who who they oh if you haven't they ever say <laughs> Hallelujah and who he has obesity and who he has Amen. Even though the world will or the earth will pass away, we must also fulfill our earthly mandate here on earth. Hallelujah. So there should be a balance. Amen. Amen. So salvation will be incomplete until the saints have been clothed in righteousness to stand forever in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So Paul prayed that they would have a real assurance of their eventual destiny in glory according to God's eternal plan. Hallelujah. So as a child of God, you must come to that place where you have a real assurance of your eventual destiny. In glory. Hallelujah. God's purpose for your life. Ultimately, that as you are saved, a day will come that you will come into eternal glory. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do you have some believers here? Titus 3, verse number 7. He says that, that having been justified by his grace, we should become heirs. Hallelujah. We should become what? According to the hope of what? So the hope we are talking about, our hope in Christ is what? Is what? Our hope in Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our hope in Christ is eternal life. Having been justified by his grace. That we should become heirs. Amen. Christ is the first heir. Hallelujah. That together with Christ. We have become heirs. Hallelujah. According to the hope of eternal life. See I have eternal life. See I have eternal life. This is the assurance we have. That we have been justified by the grace of God. That a day will come we shall be heirs according to eternal life. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So Paul prayed for his audience, for the church in Ephesus. Then he said that you will know the hope of his calling. Hallelujah. The hope of our calling is not material things. Amen. Amen. Do I have some believers here? 
The hope of our calling is not what? It's not what? Hallelujah. We have been called to eternal glory. Hallelujah. That is our ultimate. Our focus must be on heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So our, our, our calling, uh, the hope we have is not that we will have cars, we will have buildings. All these are important and necessary whilst we remain human. Hallelujah. But the ultimate and the eventual destiny of the believer is eternal glory with the Father. Hallelujah. Say spiritual emphasis. Hebrews 6 verse 17 to 19. Hallelujah. So we have become heirs. We have become what? Heirs. We have been justified by grace and we have become heirs according to the promise. The promise is eternal life with God. Hallelujah. So the Bible talks about the fact that that's God determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise. Hallelujah. By the scripture we read in, in, in Titus, was it Titus 3, 7? He says that we have been made heads. Hallelujah. We have been made what? Amen. Do we have some believers here? Are you following carefully? We have been made heads. So then when God made us heads, he wanted to assure us. Amen. By scripture, he says that determining to show more abundantly to the heads of the promise the immutability of his counsel. The word that is translated counsel simply means the will of God or the purpose of God. Hallelujah. So the immutability of his counsel, immutability of his will, his purpose, he confirmed his purpose and his will for the heirs of the promise by an oath. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that by two immutable things, which is there that it is impossible for God to lie. Amen. Oh, amen. It is impossible for God to do what? To lie. That we might have strong consolation. Hallelujah. In other words, that we might have a real assurance that he who has promised that we are heirs of eternal life, he would not lie. Hallelujah. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. The hope is eternal glory with the Father. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, this is the assurance we have. Then he says that this hope we have as an anchor of the soul. Hallelujah. The hope we have that God cannot lie because it is impossible for God to lie. He has sworn by himself. Hallelujah. There is none greater than God. So when God wanted to assure the heirs of the promise that you know what your place is eternal life with me, I have sworn by myself. Hallelujah. That your place is eternal glory with me. Amen. And he says that this hope we have is an anchor for the soul. Hallelujah. An anchor for the soul. When you talk about anchor, anchor is, is, is something that they, they use to ground a ship when it's ashore. Hallelujah. Oh, hello. It's some kind of metallic, I don't know how I would describe it unto you, but for your excursion in 2022, visit, is it Tema uh, Harbor? <laughs> hello. 
You don't have to even visit Tebahavo. Go to Google, hello, or YouTube, and search for an anchor. Hallelujah. It's a metallic um, substance or instrument that when the, when the ship comes to shore, because they don't want the ship to move, hallelujah, or to take another turn or something, they release the anchor so that the ship would be stable. Hallelujah. So the hope we have as an anchor of the soul, hallelujah, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. Hallelujah. So God has assured us that we don't have to be moving here and there. We have a real assurance in him that our place is eternal glory with the Father. Say spiritual emphasis. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Do I have some believers here? So, the assurance we have is, the, is not the I hope so, I hope so type of assurance. Hello? Sometimes when people give you assurance, oh, let's see, I hope, I hope so. Hello? This is God speaking. And God is confirming his, his hope to you by an oath that you must be assured because it's coming from me. See, I have assurance. See, I have assurance in God. He cannot lie. He will keep to his promise. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My God will bring us all the way to eternal glory. Hallelujah. First Peter 1, 3 and 4. First Peter 1, 3 and 4. He said, Blessed be the God and our Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. So God, according to his abundant mercies, has begotten you and I again. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. To a living hope. Amen. The living hope is based on the resurrection of Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. The living hope is what? It's based on the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. That's what they said. Hallelujah. So, if I tell you that your place is eternal glory, or uh, let me even demonstrate it this way. There is this um, uh, short video. The guy said that um, he needs um, um, power against a tube or a gun. Hallelujah. So that when you shoot him, the, the bullet will fall. <laughs> Hello. Hello. So he went to this fetish prison. <laughs> he, he, he went with a gun. Then the, the fetish priest, the guy said, oh, I want to see whether you are strong, what you can do for me, what I'm coming to pay for. It will work. Hallelujah. Hello. <laughs> so by the time he set the gun, the fetish priest is already running. Hallelujah. Why? Because what he's claiming he can do it's not there. Hallelujah. But by the resurrection of Christ, God assures us that even if we die, we will rise unto eternal glory. Hallelujah. That is why we can be assured that Amen? Oh, amen? Even if we die, we die into eternal life. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. 
So he says that blessed be the Lord God by his abundant mercies he has begotten us again unto a living hope by the resurrection of Christ Jesus from the dead and verse 4 says to an inheritance. Hallelujah. Oh hallelujah. To an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled. Hallelujah. Say I have an inheritance. Say I have an inheritance that is incorruptible and undefiled. And does not fade away. Reserved in the heaven for you. Oh hallelujah. Say I have, a, I have an inheritance. In the heavens. Hallelujah. That's why I already quoted Jesus said. In my father's house there are many mansions. If it was not so. I would not tell you. I go prepare a place for you. An incorruptible place. An undefiled place. That will not fade away. It will reserve for you and I. In the heavens. Oh hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So our hope is in the confidence that because Jesus resurrected from the dead, we too will be resurrected. If the Lord should tarry and we die, we will resurrect unto eternal destiny. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Titus 2, verse number 13. The Bible says that looking for that blessed hope, and the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of a great God or a great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, we are looking forward. Amen. There's this saying that, yes, yes, that's what normally people even say. Sometimes when you go for evangelism and you are saying that Jesus is coming soon. Hallelujah. Hello. We are still looking forward to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He can come any day, any time. Oh, hallelujah. We are looking forward to this hope and the glorious appearing of our God. Amen. Oh, amen. So, um, Paul contrasts this and he says in 1 Thessalonians 4, when you read 13 down, he said that, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them that have fallen asleep. In other words, those believers who have died in Christ. Hallelujah. That you may not sorrow for them, even as others which have no hope. Hallelujah. So, most of the times when people die in Christ and we try to admonish, we say that um, to be upset in body, is to be present with the Lord. Amen? Then we also say that they that die in Christ, they have hope. Why? Because at the morning of resurrection, when we see the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they that are asleep or dead in Christ, they shall rise. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. They will rise. And so he says that we do not weep and sorrow as people who do not have hope. Our hope is an eternal glory with the Father. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Do you have some believers here? So our hope, uh, our sorrow, as we lose a loved one and somebody dies in Christ, that sorrow is laced with the hope in the future resurrection. Hallelujah. Verse number 14, then he said, For we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Even so, them that sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. Hallelujah. 
For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that which we are alive, that which we are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Hallelujah. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and triumph of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Hallelujah. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. And so shall we be with him forever. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the Lord. You have some believers here. Say, I have eternal glory. Say, my hope in God is eternal glory with the Father. Hallelujah. Amen. So, based on this, Paul just told the Thessalonians church about the blessed hope of rapture of the believers by Christ. Hallelujah. Then he ends it in verse 18 and he says that because of this hope be comforted. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. He says, wherefore comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. Do I have some believers? Are you comforted at all? Or are you comforted? Comfort one another with these words because even if we die in Christ, we will resurrect one day. Our hope in God is eternal glory. Hallelujah. This morning, if you are not saved, these words should strike your heart that you will give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And if you are a believer, these are comforting words because we have a blessed hope, a definite assurance and confidence that Christ is coming for you and I unto eternal glory. Hallelujah. Say, Christ is coming for me. Say, Christ is coming for me unto eternal glory. Hallelujah. So, this is our last scripture. If you live in this hope, 1 John 3, if you live in this hope, 2 and 3, if you live in this hope, anticipating the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you spend eternal glory with him, then this is how you must orchestrate your life. Hallelujah. Oh, Hallelujah. First John, he said, Beloved now, are we the sons of God? And it do not yet appear what we shall be. But we know, hallelujah, we know that when he appear, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. Say, when he appears, we shall be like him. Because we will see how he is. Hallelujah. Then the verse 3, I end with verse 3, says that, Give me just only verse 3. Every man that has this hope, hallelujah, let's read it together. Say, every man, every believer that has this hope in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You have some believers here. So scripture said, as we look forward to this hope, amen, when he appear, we shall be like him. So every man that is looking forward to the coming of Christ Jesus, that man in this hope lives a holy life. Hallelujah. He purifies himself. Amen. He keeps himself what? Pure. Hallelujah. Even as the Lord is pure. Hallelujah. This morning, I pray for us. May God help us that as we live in this hope, 
of anticipating to spend eternal with or eternal life with God. We will live in this hope of purifying our hearts and purifying ourselves even as our God is pure. Be ye holy for I am holy. Hallelujah. You want to rise to your feet. Break every chain, break every chain. Woo, break Thank you for joining us. We trust you are greatly blessed. Please do well to subscribe to our channel and please share so someone else will be blessed as well. Come on.